Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. Hello and welcome back to the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and this week I'm joined by my colleagues, Kate and Leah. Hello. Hello. (laughs) And we, uh, today we're going to talk about the pros and cons of hiring in-house versus hiring an agency. So um, perhaps you're at a point in your business where you think you do want to get external help on your PR and marketing, um, and you don't know whether you should be going for an agency or you should be going in-house. It's a question we do get asked and we do get asked for advice on, so we thought we would tackle it here on the podcast. Um, We've already had a bit of a discussion and we've got uh, people on either side of the fence. So Leah has worked in-house and has a good in-house hat, and Kate Kate comes from very much an agency background, so um, has a good agency head. So without further ado... Um, we will just start with overarching pros and cons of hiring an agency. Kate. Hello, Jenny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So why should you hire an agency? As you say, all all of my experience has been working in an agency. So I'm obviously going to be focusing on on the pros, Mm -hmm. although I can absolutely see the other side of the coin, uh, which I know Leah is going to delve into. Um, I guess some of the key things about hiring an agency when you're considering outsourcing, you know, your your PR and marketing um, is to think about the things that the agency can bring to your business that you don't already have in-house expertise for. And one Mm -hmm. of the most important things, I think, is the relationships um, that an agency may already have um, with stakeholders to your business so that could be media relationships that they've already got you know most Mm -hmm. agencies one of the the key things that they have is a little black book of media contacts influence contacts and other stakeholder Mm -hmm. contacts Oh, and I remember when it was actually a physical a book. It wasn't like an online database. It was actually a little book. Well, a big fat book, but yeah. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted, but uh, yeah, no, no, I no, do. No, 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 that's okay. I was just going to say those relationships have taken years and years and years to build. And that's why a lot of agencies come with the credibility that they do mm-hmm. so. If if you are looking specifically for a media relations um, or influencer campaign, you can save yourself so much time and money by by bringing an agency on board mm-hmm. who's got those relationships in place, knows how to speak to the media, um, and can mm-hmm. actually get the results that you want without too much effort, without doing down the immense hard work that goes into speaking to the media. Yeah, and uh, but it's such a good point because actually it did used to be, as you're saying. It used to just be a, a book of contacts that actually were quite difficult to get hold of. But now you can get hold of journalist contacts, easy, just go online, have a look, see who's writing it, get their email address. So it's it's not 
the con it's not necessarily the physical contact is it you know the the email address or the name it's the re- the relationship that you know agency yeah. brings so much value to absolutely anybody anybody can hop onto google and find the right contacts yes yeah, so yeah. it's a time-consuming job but you can find it i think if you think it's always been one of those things where going back to the good old days again, you know, journalists used to get many uh, envelopes full of press releases on their desk every day. We are so in our age. Yeah, really old. Anyway, since we invented the uh, the, uh, internet. (laughs) When the interwebs came about. (laughs) Things things have uh, changed somewhat. However, you think now about how easily accessible it is to get uh, the contact details for a journalist And then you think about how many emails, how many pitch emails that journalist may get. And if you think about how all of us are inundated and overwhelmed by emails, it can make it really, really difficult for a journalist to to go through all of those emails and pick the things that they're going to write about. So one of the things that, that we know with ADPR is that if we have good relationships with the media, yes, we're going to drop them a pitch email and it's going to go into that inbox with all the other hundreds and thousands but we've got the credibility already so mm-hmm. if nothing else we can guarantee that those contacts are going to open and read and digest an email that we send because we're not just going in as a completely random you know we feature my product mm-hmm. um, and there is a skill there is a skill to to doing those pitches which is a whole different podcast yes yes um, go and find that we have one of those already go <laughs> go back and find that one <laughs> yeah and, and you may not have that talent in-house or that skill set in-house to be able to do it mm-hmm. yeah no that's a really good point and as you say that's it's it's plugging that gap isn't it and it's the time and I suppose the the time that's needed I mean from Leah from your point of view, from an in-house hat I've had an in-house hat too and I <laughs> you know I can really appreciate that a lot of the time it's resource isn't it and have the absolutely. time yeah it is and it is time consuming absolutely and when you've got a thousand other things that you're trying to do as well, sitting down and really trying to establish those relationships is is time consuming. Whereas an agency is doing mm-hmm. that day in day out. It's you know it's a, a core of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And would you be looking for as well? And, and I suppose with your in house hat, those journalist relationships as as well. You know that is what you would be looking for in terms of plugging that gap absolutely yeah and I guess that's a that's a flip side as well is that when you are working in-house you are working on just one brand um, in kind of one industry so when you are making those contacts there are probably fewer contacts because it is a lot more niche you are just working in one industry with one brand Um, so on the flip side once you start establishing those contacts there are less to be establishing Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, you're so much more niched down. So, Kate, what are some of the other advantages of hiring an agency? Yeah, I think one of the most obvious ones, I guess, that, that people probably think about is that when you bring on an agency, you don't just bring on one person. You are more than likely to bring on a whole t- team of people. And within that team, there could be a really varied uh, range of skills as well um so you're 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 paying yes it might be quite an expensive option but you're getting the equivalent of three or four different brains and minds mm. levels of experience as opposed to one and I think related to that is that actually you know PR and marketing 
it is a skilled profession. You know, we the people that you're bringing on will have probably had years of experience, possibly gone to university and trained um, in PR and, and marketing. They will have had years of experience, a really wide variety probably as well of working with different companies, different brands. So I think what they bring to the table in terms of learning from other companies, possibly within your industry as well, the specific industry that you're looking at. So I think when you do that and you bring those people into your team and a good PR or marketing agency should always be seen as an extension of your team, you know, Mm -hmm. then you're strengthening the skills that you've already got in-house and adding to that with, um, yeah, different ideas, different suggestions. And I think, Again, something else to consider there is that a good agency as well, probably more likely to bring a fresh perspective Mm -hmm. to a business, a fresh pair of eyes, and probably aren't as afraid maybe as in-house people to bring really bold and different new ideas to the table and be a bit more creative and and bring just that that different perspective, I think, can be really, really powerful. Mm. Absolutely. And more, just as you said, more brains in terms of creativity because even you know even within an in an agency you know there's never we don't sit and come up with all the ideas just on your own do you you have you have big brainstorms you bring everybody on board and even if it's not um account on you know the team that's on the account we bring in the whole agency and say we've got this new project that we're working on for a client can we use your brains and you all come together and, and come up with ideas and you know you get the best ideas that way because you've got 10 people sat around a table rather than just sort of trying to come up with it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess quite a lot of this goes back, if you're a business and you are sitting in the position where you're thinking, you know, do we want in-house um, support or do we want to bring external support in? Then I think as with everything, it's really important to go right back to the beginning and to actually think about what you're trying to achieve and what and what you need, you know, and to actually look at your business as a whole think about the skills that you already have within your business. It might be that you've already got, I don't know, somebody in your business who's who's really, really good at churning out writing and creating blogs mm-hmm. and press releases. And you might even have somebody who's who's got pre-established relationships with the media, but you might really have some gaps if it comes to, I don't know, you might be creating a podcast or, or you might be wanting to get some more digital skills or to work on your social media. And that's where I think there's value in talking to an agency and actually being very specific about the skill sets that you need because that way as well it means that the agency can find the right level of expertise and the right people from the agency to bolster and enhance what you're trying to achieve as a Mm -hmm. business I think it really requires a level of thought before you even pick up the phone and start speaking to an agency and and I'm really sorry if I'm about to preempt one of your points Kate I you know I love to do that um (laughs) on and on that sort of same vein it's working with an agency is because they keep up to date with the latest, don't they, within the industry and what's happening and where you were talking about social and digital is some agencies will always be sending their staff off on training courses and knowing what, excuse me, <coughs> the latest um, algorithm is on Instagram and, and you get that advice, you know, they go pay for that training and go and do it separately and it's not a cost to yeah. your business directly 
but you get access to all of that knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. That was the next point on my list. That was Sorry. Really good no, it's good. <laughs> it's um, but yeah, absolutely. That you know, I think I think a lot of the time, business owners are reluctant to. Um, employ an agency because they see it as a huge cost to the business and this it has been very expensive um yeah it's it's not cheap bringing an agency on board but exactly that the skill set and the cost involved in training people is is really expensive so I think when you're when you're bringing somebody on in-house you do have to take into consideration everything else that comes with employing somebody so all of the additional costs involved with hiring somebody anyway plus the potential problems that come along the way with with um having employees um but also the training costs shouldn't be underestimated things change at a really rapid pace when you're talking about communications particularly nowadays with um with everything digital going on and it is a pr agency's business to make sure that their team are fully skilled in everything that is going on, all the latest updates. Mm-hmm. Um, and that takes an awful lot of time and an awful lot of money. Um, and that is a cost that if you're bringing on an agency, you don't even need to think about or consider. Because if you bring somebody in in-house, that person could be with you for, I don't know, hopefully a long time, five mm-hmm. years, ten years, whatever that might look like. Every year that person's probably going to have to attend three or four different training courses. And that could that could be, you know, just social media, how to write a press release, how things are changing with uh, influencer marketing. There's, there's, there's a lot, of, a lot of change. It's a lot mm-hmm. to keep on top of. Yeah, and that is our business. So that's what we do and what we invest in. Yeah, absolutely. And any, any other? I feel like, don't worry, Leah. You'll get, you'll get your in-house bit in a minute. <laughs> 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 I suppose the thing is, we could. I mean, there are, there are many. We're picking out what we think are the, I suppose, priority pros, aren't we? But there are so, there are so many pros on, on both sides. Um, but Kate, any, any others, Kate, on your, on your list that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, a couple, there's a couple of other things on my list. And I guess this carries on from what I was just saying as well. If, if when you look at your business and you think, you know, okay, we actually really need some help with, strategy we also need uh help building relationships with journalists you you are looking then probably at more than one person you're probably looking to bring on board more than one person if you're just bringing on one person and you're thinking about doing that in-house be really really careful about thinking that one person can achieve everything you know and and I guess that is the benefit of having a team is that you also get access to very very senior people um, Mm -hmm. who may have 20 plus years working in in the industry Um, now if you wanted to bring that level of expertise in-house into your business that is going to be a huge cost Mm -hmm. you might be prepared to spend that money and that's fine but that very senior person is then very unlikely to want to do the account admin, <laughs> yeah. all of that stuff, because they will have been there, done that, moved on from that, and that won't be what they're wanting to focus on. So I think you need to be really careful about thinking that you can just bring one person in-house and that that person is going to have the skills um, 
the motivation and kind of the mm-hmm. what they want for their personal fulfillment to to do everything that's required in one in-house role I think I think mm-hmm. that's worth in mind um and then I think I think the only other point and this is really a nice to have but actually it can be really powerful when it works well is that agencies are really really good at acting as connectors as well between Mm -hmm. the business and and so for us you know one of the things that we've been able to do we have uh, certain niches one of which is is marine so it may be that we've got a lot of clients on our books who actually could really complement each other through collaboration Um, so actually being able to network and connect uh, the businesses that we work with as well that that's Mm. a really nice add-on service it's not guaranteed but yeah we do it does happen quite frequently and when it does it absolutely yeah and absolutely and even even if people aren't our clients we tend to know them because we we see them at the same shows we see them you know we our paths cross all the time um even if they're not a client of ours we can say to a client you should definitely go and speak to you know jim bob from this particular yeah Jim Bob does get around um but you know it is exactly that it's those relationships those stakeholder relationships and and knowing people within industry that you can connect everybody with is yeah is really um really vital I kind of I guess I guess just to summarize I kind of like to see it as it's it's identifying that challenge that you've got and being able to shift it from your shoulders, give it to somebody else, give it to the experts rather than trying to become an expert yourself. Mm-hmm. Give it to somebody who knows what they're doing and can do it really well and kind of sit back and, and reap the rewards of that. Yeah. That's nice. my summary. Good Leo's summary. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> good, good summary. <laughs> um, Le- Leah, then, from an in house point of view, you know, what are the, the, main, the main pros? of of, if you were going to hire someone in-house rather than get an agency yeah so I think exactly like Kate said before there's there's absolute pros and cons to both sides and I've Mm -hmm. I've been lucky enough to kind of work in-house and work in an agency at ADPR for the last 10 years so I see the pros and cons of of both sides um and I think when it comes to kind of having an in-house team probably one of the key things is is that nobody knows your business and your industry as well as you do kind of working yeah. in-house um, and I think that's particularly interesting if you if you've kind of got maybe sort of from an engineering point of view or if you work in a really mm-hmm. technical field um, that you really need those people in-house to kind of live and breathe and understand that they, those kind of requirements um, and also if you you know like I say nobody understands your company better than you mm-hmm. so I'm not I'm not saying that agencies won't understand your company they will always take the time out you know exactly like we do we spend a lot of time getting to know our clients and really mm-hmm. getting under their skin and working as, as an extension of their team um, but as well it kind of adds extra layers in when you're working with a PR agency so being in-house you are in control of kind of the content that you're writing or you're sat mm-hmm. there in the same office or kind of under the same roof as the, the people that need to approve that. When you work perhaps with a PR agency, that does add other levels into how that next needs to get approved or how work needs yeah. to be monitored. So, you know, you, you will need to take the time out to kind of teach your PR agency about everything they need to know, but you will probably have to kind of constantly monitor their work, especially when yeah. you're in these kind of technical 
industries mm. just to make sure they are understanding it and mm-hmm. and kind of correctly getting that message getting that message out and as you say acting as a bridge to to getting the right approvals and that kind of I've worked in house in a couple of places as well and at least when you are in house you print off your statement <laughs> your press release and, and you, you march in, in front of them <laughs> exactly when they're not coming back to you you yeah. you burst into their office and plop it down on front of them and say can you just look at it right this second yeah because they I need will do to it there in front of you exactly. and it's instant <laughs> and that's yeah that is definitely a, a pro of, of sort of being in-house where you can just collar people or you know they're walking past you and you're like oh come here yeah, you haven't answered absolutely. me on this thing yet so you know yeah. I really need your approval and, and not just with approval when you're kind of looking to bring that information together when you're trying to write that press release or that blog everybody that you need is around you and and like I say it kind of negates that feeling of sending an email to somebody and feeling like you're not getting a response very quickly um, mm-hmm. you can walk up to that person uh, and you can just take 10 minutes out of their time just to chat it through and yeah. sometimes so much more can be gleaned from just having a conversation with somebody than it keep going backwards and forwards over yeah. email. So yeah. I think a lot can be said about kind of being in the same location as mm-hmm. as your as your colleagues. That's where you need to get all that information mm-hmm. from. Um, and like I say, I'm, when you sorry, carry on. Sorry, no, go on, Leah. I was, <laughs> was going to say, and it's almost like there's when you work with an agency, there's perhaps a little bit more red tape. So they are mm. producing the work, but then it's kind of come, got to come back to you, probably at a contact that you've got in your team. And then it's got to get approval from maybe somebody else. So there is just a few more filters that it needs to go through, which yeah. all takes that little bit of extra time. And that's why it's so important to have those processes agreed and expectations agreed right at the beginning, isn't it? And we, we try to do that immediately when, when we have kickoff meetings and like, right, yes. What's your approval process? Who gets final say? What kind of turnaround can we ex- can we expect? You know, and equally, sometimes we're going to bug you for really instant <laughs> feedback or approval because it's journalists is on a deadline, or <laughs> and we and we tried to do that at the beginning, don't we, to make it as smooth as smooth as possible. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying again that a, a PR agency isn't the way forward because of that because I know how much time no, we no. spend in getting to know our clients mm. and we always pride ourselves on being an extension of you know of our clients teams um but you know from both sides there is that frustration you're not there in a physical location together yeah um so there know, is not always... many people are anymore are they no, You've got no, this is true. <laughs> we're all sort of slightly different but we you know another solution there as well that people should consider if they're thinking about you know what you know exactly that like someone won't physically be there is you can speak to an agency about, a, you know, some of the team attending or spending a day in your office once yeah. a week, once a month, whatever it is. Like that's, we've done that plenty of times. Um, so you're there immersed with them for the day. And yeah, you're chasing people down and knocking on doors and, <laughs> or getting content you need, getting social that's content right. you need. All you know, It's also about getting to know people, isn't it? Because yeah, it, yeah. people react differently. So you could ask somebody for something over an email and that's just not how they like to communicate. They'd rather have the pick up the phone and call them to do something. So it is about sort of getting to know how somebody likes to work. And again, as an agency, I know we pride ourselves mm-hmm. on, on that and trying to work with our clients and how they want to be communicated with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you are in house. (laughs) Yeah, I think, sorry, Leah, to interrupt you, but I think that's a really good point you make as well. It's that benefit for being 
in-house and having and having you're there, you're in the same location, you can access people really easily. Because I think that's one thing for for clients, you know, when you when you take on an agency, you do have to bear in mind that with the best will in the world, your agency aren't available 24-7 for you. You know, we your agency will always be there. They will always answer your response. But, you know, everybody likes to think that they're your one and only client. And hopefully that's how we make our clients feel. You know, everybody is important to us. Um, but with the best will in the world, you you can't be, you might be in another meeting for another client and you you have to, from an agency point of view, you do have to be able to prioritise from that point of view. So, yeah, that's a consideration. Mm. Definitely, if you, mm-hmm. if you want somebody there at your beck and call 24-7, probably an agency isn't going to be the right option for you. So yeah. if that's really important, consider mm. it. Which leads yeah. me lovely into my next point, Kate. Oh, <laughs> oh I love it in when that, a plan comes together. <laughs> in that when you have an in-house team, you always know your top priority. And again, mm-hmm. exactly like you've said there, Kate, it's not that PR agencies um, prioritise their, their clients as such, but if an agency is in another client meeting, they can't drop tools, everything they're doing there just to, to jump on board with what you need. So whereas mm-hmm. when you have an in-house team, you are probably more likely that whatever they are working on, if something really super urgent comes up, you probably can do that and yeah you can walk in and pull them out of their meeting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or even if it's some work that that you know that they they think is urgent then the focus can much more easily change when you're in-house because you're mm-hmm. kind of setting your own priorities and it's all priorities linked to your own brand and your own objectives whereas obviously like an agency they could have x amount of other clients that they've got deadlines for that day um and I know PR agencies will go out of their way to, to jiggle things and and make it happen when there is, you know, a crisis or something really needs needs doing. But yeah, you're not their only client, so you you need to understand that if they're on deadlines, they're out at an event or they're at a meeting, mm. you know, with another client, they can't just drop everything and 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 make that work for you. Um, whereas, yeah, in house, you've probably got a little bit more more scope to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think another point of kind of in-house, and I know Kate touched on it earlier, is that there probably is um, kind of a, a money-saving element in having an in-house team. And again, like Kate said earlier, well, that's, that's, that's a pro in terms of that's cheaper for you. It's also then the con that forget forgetting one person within an in-house team, you don't have all of those skills and experience um, that you would get through having an agency I mean, exactly like Kate said, you're not going to have one person who can do all that top level strategy, who's just as happy to be doing the admin and doing all the media relationships Mm -hmm. and all of the outreach as well. Um, But like exactly like Kate said as well, it it is expensive. It's it's hard to talk figures when it comes to bringing an agency on board because it completely depends on the the scope and the objectives. And it's not something we can just put a cost on out, out of thin air, but you know, there, there is, it is going to probably be more costly to, to have a PR agency, but then you've got to weigh that up against the skills and the experience and everything that, that mm-hmm. Kate mentioned earlier. So if I was to kind of sum up on in-house, I think I would say that if you, if you're coming from a very technical field, um, or if you're more small to medium sized and you're under budget constraints, or if you just value having a dedicated team, that is completely dedicated to you and to your cause, then that's where the in-house mm-hmm. in, in having an in-house team would be the best option. Mm-hmm. 
and what you know I suppose from from either either one of you like what can so say I am a small small to medium business and I'm like well I'm you know I am thinking about working with an agency but what can I expect from them in terms of what work they can do? Is there certain work they can't do? So, for example, internal communications, presenting to boards and stakeholders, is there stuff that is like, right, and in, you know, an agency wouldn't be able to do that and you'd have to have an in-house person? I don't think there's a black and white answer mm. to this one. I think it's, I think it goes back again to knowing what you need to achieve for your business. And I think that, PR agencies are not all the same. Um, I suspect mm-hmm. when you start googling agencies, probably there's much of a muchness in terms of on the face of it with the services they offer. Um, but there are so many skills that agencies can bring. I would say you really need to sit down internally with your team and look at what it is that you want. But there is no better way than to just pick up the phone and have a discussion with a potential agency because that's the only way that you can really gauge a whether you like them whether they're going to fit with Mm -hmm. your team b what their skill sets are how they work um because there's other things to consider as well like one of the beauties i would say of having um an agency as opposed to an in-house person as well is the ability to switch the function on and off so it might be that you just Mm -hmm. need somebody to come in and help with the strategy um, but then actually you're okay and your in-house team can deliver that strategy yeah there's so many ways of working with an agency um but not all agencies are the same so you know I think think that's a really key point you said there Kate it's um it's not just about looking at a website and looking at paper, what, what kind of agency is for you. So much comes down to personalities and how you get on with somebody. Um, yeah. But that's where you do need to have those kind of calls first off to, mm-hmm. to get more of a feel for if an agency is for you. It's not just black and white and, and looking mm-hmm. at what services and skills they've got. It's how you get on with somebody. That's such a key part as well. But it's like an interview, isn't it? You've got yeah. to have, you wouldn't, whether you're taking someone in, on in-house or you're looking for an agency you need to interview people have conversations make a short list you know it's it's very it's very similar process mm. for a outcome and, and actually you touched upon what I, will, I was going to ask as well is is it is it possible to have a hybrid of both and yeah abs, you know absolutely as you say there's there's agencies can be used to plug gaps or add resource where you can you can have an in-house person that can do certain levels of activity and then bring in an agency when you need them on projects or when you need them, as you say, to do the strategy or to go off and launch a product for you for you know, the summer. Yeah. Is- and I, yeah. And I was lucky enough to have that experience when I worked in-house. Um, and, you know, we were a, a very solid team of in, in-house, but we were just so busy just through the everyday running of the of the press office for the company that we worked at that when it came to new products or new launches, how could we then devote our time to that when everything else still had to to take place? Mm -hmm. So we brought in a a dedicated PR agency. Um, And again, that had its pros and cons, even for me working as the (laughs) in-house agency. Um, And it was brilliant and that they would take those big chunks of work and they would run with it. And we also benefited from them having extra contact um, at sort of different angles that where we'd been coming from. 
Um, and it's like Kate said earlier, sometimes they just have a different view on things that you wouldn't have thought of yourself because you're so embedded in your brand that you don't see mm-hmm. the bigger picture sometimes. Um, so it was great to get them on board. But at the same time, I can remember being quite frustrated that they didn't know the company as well as kind of I did. And they were mm-hmm. constantly asking questions, which is absolutely right of them. But when I was there so busy with everything I was trying to do and they're there asking lots of questions, mm-hmm. it could also be quite frustrating. So there really isn't a right or wrong or a, you know, a pro or a con that doesn't outweigh each other. It really is kind of what you think is going to work for you and your business and your kind of objectives mm. and exactly what you're looking for. There's no right or wrong answer. One thing where I think there is kind of a bit of a, a right or wrong and um, Liv, I'd be interested, well, and Jenny, because you've both had those in-house roles, where I think it does go wrong with companies where they think, they're going to take it in-house. We see really, really often that that in-house role of marketing will go to somebody who maybe is really, really great at admin or somebody who's really, really great at sales. And it, and they maybe have done a few bits here and there that have been really helpful to marketing the business. And then suddenly they are given the responsibility or the title of being responsible for the company's marketing. And that is a huge role and it's a big skill set and giving it. So I would say as a, as a kind of what not to do um, for a business is don't, don't just give that role to somebody in-house, an existing member of your team um, on the assumption mm. that oh, they're quite good at writing or they like a lot of the time, you know, oh. well, they really like the marketing side of things. So we're going to give them, if you are going to do that, then be prepared to invest properly in that person to give them the right training mm-hmm. to, to do a really, really good job. Um, because just assuming that you can give the title to someone and that they're going to do really well at that job, I would say Absolutely. I would really approach that with caution. And that's it. Marketing, like you say, is just broad. It is so broad. I mean, even us as a PR agency team, we have some of us that are better at the writing side, some of us understand social media more. And it, you get that mix of skills. It is, yeah, to put that all on one person, it is such a broad topic mm. and skill. <laughs> it is. It that is. It, yeah. We've well, we've we've talked about quite quite a few pros and cons. Hopefully we haven't seen too much like we're trying to push just an agency side because if we're not that we're not biased towards just that. It really <laughs> does depend on what you need as a, you know, and we are here talking about SMEs, aren't we? People who don't already have their their great big power of marketing departments. Um, but I suppose to find, you know, to, if we were to wrap up, is there um, for people listening who are thinking, right? Well, I need a bit of a what kind of checklist? What should I be thinking about when I start making a decision about whether to hire someone in house or whether to look at agency? Mm. So I've got a little list. <laughs> Love a list. And <laughs> <laughs> um, like everything, and I think I've mentioned this a couple of times just in the conversation we've had today, you know, strip it right back. Don't jump into making any decision until you absolutely know what the goal is and what it is that you are trying to achieve for your business. Once you know that, you can work backwards and start thinking mm-hmm. about what you need to put in place. I think one of the biggest things that you need to consider are the skills that you already have in-house. And like I say, that's genuine skill sets, not also Jim Bob. Um, He's really (laughs) good at writing, so therefore he can do all of our PR and marketing. You know, really think about the skills that you Mm -hmm. need. 
um, make a list. I'm a big fan of writing writing lists. Um, get it onto paper, and then you can really see what you're looking at. Um, cost considerations as well. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about what what you want to spend. Yes, you know it, it might be cheaper, and it might be a much better option to bring someone in house. But like we've talked about, there's all those additional unseen costs that you might not have considered such as mm-hmm. the additional training and everything that comes with having an employee um I think those are kind of the key things that I think you need to think about before you even start to pick up a phone and have a conversation but I don't know Leah Jenny you've probably got things to add to that I think that sums that up lovely to be honest I think they <laughs> are the key the key things that you do need to be thinking about and just to reiterate, there's not a right or wrong answer. Um, mm. There really isn't. <laughs> it's it's what you feel comfortable with. And a lot of it will be a gut feeling of, of how you think you you want to work. Yeah. At Hate Agents, you would be happy to come on and do a project that's kind of self-contained and you can really get a feel for how you're, mm. you're working with them. You don't have to think that by working with an agency, you're tied in for a year's contract. Um, I mean, that is obviously a better option because... With, especially with PR side of things, it takes time to, to get that momentum going. So you won't expect results instantly, but having a project that you can work with a with an mm-hmm. agency on is a really good test, good way to test the water and, and see if you want to kind of continue that long-term relationship with them. Mm. Yeah, and as Kate said, pick up the phone to some, so to some various different agencies, see what they can do, see what they can offer, see what skills they they can and those gaps they can plug. And yeah test the water, see how it goes. But thank you, Kate and Leah, for today. Um, I hope everybody um, enjoyed that and got some good tips. Um, again, you can give us a ring if you want any advice. We we do, you know, we're more than happy to just um, have a chat on the phone um, and run through what some of your challenges might be and we can give a bit of advice. We do have our... Um, free 30 minutes calls that you can um, request from us as well at ADPR. So please do take advantage of that. Um, And as always, if there are any subjects at all um, that you want us to talk about on the podcast, just let us know, drop us a line. You can reach us through the website at adpr.co.uk. We would love to hear from you. Um, And in the meantime, we'll see you next time. Bye.